According to the bio he wrote, Gabriel Rutledge is one of North America's finest touring stand-up comics. He has appeared on Comedy Central and is a past winner of the Seattle International Comedy Competition. Christy Rutledge is one of North America's finest stay-at-home moms. They have three kids, they're married, they swear a lot, they're the Rutledges. Albuquerque was a turkey, and he's feathered and he's fine, and he wobbles and he gobbles, and he's actually mine. Gobble, gobble, We're transitioning gobble, to gobble, a uh, children's podcast. Gobble, gobble, get. I can't even do this. Do you want to hear my turkey sound? I hate it. That's one no vote. <laughs> Outvoted. Um, okay, not a lot of here. turkey entertainment. You know, there's not a lot of like, uh, oh, it's Thanksgiving. Let's watch a Thanksgiving movie. There's not a lot of. Well, there's the WKRP show where they drop turkeys. Yeah, it's not as funny as you remember. It is hysterical. You were a kid when you saw it. Uh, I watched it last year. It's not bad. There's planes, trains, and automobiles, but. That's actually, uh, it's a good movie, but it's super depressing. It's sad, I think. Yeah. Um, let's hear your turkey noise. Gobble, gobble. That's a sophisticated turkey. <laughs> what do you think? I honestly don't know if I've heard a live turkey. They sound like this. Um, there's Freebird. Yeah, that's the kids' cartoon we watch, but, you know. Yeah. It's, uh... I still feel like in Christmas movies, like, even in Christmas vacation, it's like, do they come for Thanksgiving and stay through Christmas? I can't figure no, out. I think they come, like, the week before. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this is probably different. Oops. You know, we say check in the beginning, but we don't really check. I just realized. Um, You say something now. Something. Oh, God. The rage that fills me when you do that. <laughs> um, yeah, that might be different. I don't know. Maybe it's going to sound the same. But uh, I think our levels were really low. And... Um, because when we recorded it when you were on the road, um, I was, um, I had to turn it down because it was like super like blown out. Yeah. So. I feel like, like the levels might have been too low and they couldn't hear my turkey impression. Do you think I should do it? Maybe a six, the seven. The rage that it fills me with. <laughs> then we'll be equal. No. You've already done it once. Uh, I'm going to just, uh. I'm going to read you a headline. Okay. Um, I didn't even look at the story because sometimes the headline is so good. Yeah, sometimes the story can't like, match up. No, this is, I'm just going to reread this headline over and over again and let my mind fill with possibilities. Okay. Um, Sex Pistol star Johnny Lydon 
bitten by flea on his penis after befriending squirrels. I mean, there's a lot going on there. Wait. Why did that make the news? Oh. Now, was he bitten by flea from the red hot chili peppers? <laughs> no, a flea from the squirrels. I know. <laughs> but what was he doing with the squirrels? I mean, last week, we the last episode, we talked about the um, the horses. I mean, is this no, I think he squirrel had, love? <laughs> I think he had pet squirrels, but I'm just like, you don't wear pants when you rescue squirrels? But also, I mean, people get flea bites. I'm sure they get them on their penis. Like, what happened? Look, I don't know why this made the news, but I'm glad it did. I need to hear more of this story. All right, hold on. Let me find it. Okay. This is different. Okay. Iconic punk singer Johnny Rotten was shrieking a different tune. I hate this article already. After discovering flea bites on his penis and inner thigh after letting squirrels inside his Los Angeles home. I looked down there this morning at my willy and there's effing flea, fucking flea bites on it. The Sex Pistols singer told UK's Daily Star. And there's another one on the inside of my leg. Uh, so... But why would that make the news? He had to tell them. He just told them. I don't know why. Johnny, what's new in your life? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I have no I idea I just don't why. understand. Like, it wasn't like he had to go to the hospital or he got an infection or his penis blew up, you know, from something. Like... He had to reach out to these people and say... But it didn't say he reached out. He was probably doing an interview about something else. But why? He's because not he's... doing anything. Oh, really? When's the last time you had a flea bite your genitals? He's doing a lot. <laughs> I don't actually think that's ever happened to me, thankfully. Um, yeah, it's almost like you shouldn't have squirrels in your house. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't have squirrels as pets. Uh, I, uh... Why would you have squirrels in your house? That's so I think he, like, a, I don't know, people do. They, like, adopt them or rescue them or... They're so skittish. How could you be like, oh, I'm going to befriend the squirrel? Like, I don't know. Well, I think if you get them when they're babies, they're more pet-like. It's just not something I've ever considered. Okay. This you know what is, uh, I always wonder? Oh, I'm thrilled to find out. Do you think that pet skunk... Do you, I mean, not pet. Do you think that skunk's like fur is soft? Maybe. I think people have pet skunks. I know, I know. But they do they get their... Uh, their uh, stink s- gland taken out? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But, um, I don't know. Like, they look like an animal that is, like, soft. But then maybe if you touched it, it really isn't that soft. I don't know. Um, also, Olive watched a, um, movie in school today and yesterday about pandas. So if anyone was wondering what to get me for Christmas, I would like a baby panda. Um, 
they're so cute. And I think that's what I need in my life. Um, I don't, I, I looked on Amazon and they are all out. <laughs> that's please. this year's hot gift. If you loved me. You... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if I loved you, I would not get you a panda. It's worse than a person. These people don't eat bamboo only. They eat other things. What do they eat? I don't know. Nuts and berries. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you made <it>. squirrels. <laughs> I don't know what they eat. They eat other things. They eat bamboo and they eat, you know, leaves and they're just so cute. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. <sighs> okay. So that's what I want for Christmas. I told Olive to tell everyone. She d didn't seem like she I would was love going it. to. I don't, because I live here too, I wouldn't, but I would actually love if a fucking panda showed up here on Christmas, just to watch you go like, oh, fuck. Like, what the <laughs> hell am I going to do with this thing? I'm going to cuddle it. Should have brought a squirrel in. <laughs> I don't want a squirrel. I have no interest in a squirrel for a pet. Okay. <laughs> don't get this one. This don't you dare. <laughs> This podcast has quickly turned into you arguing with no one. I don't care what you say. I don't want a goddamn squirrel. Who's telling you to get one? <laughs> this is what happens as you get older. I can already see you as an old lady just wandering around the house like, well, fuck that. But no one heard the first part. <laughs> we'll just start talking. As we get older, we'll just start talking. That's why we'll end up like your Uncle Peter. We'll just... We'll end up just saying big grand statements like it's. The, I will never be like. Him. Oh, you're starting already. It's like the end of an argument that no one else was in. <laughs> like, no, let them tell you they don't fucking know. And then you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what they don't, don't they know? Who told you what? What's happening? <laughs> they don't peek. They don't fucking know. <laughs> Follow the money. You know what I'm saying? You're like, wait, what? What are we even talking about? I know. I remember sometimes he would call for my mom and I didn't didn't know like what to do and he would just start talking and then he would like not be saying anything and so I wouldn't know what to do and so I would just be like quiet and then I was like I would just hang up and then he would call back and say you hung up. <laughs> and I was like, I thought we were done. <laughs> oh, we're, we're never done. <laughs> There's some some worldly wisdom headed your way if you'll just wait out the pauses. It was not good. I used, he used to. I haven't actually seen him in a while. I kind of miss him. He would he would talk to me about comedy, but he would be like, I mean, he. The, the answers he had to my answers could have been about anything. <laughs> I, he'd like, how's comedy going? I'm like, oh, it's all right. And he's like, ah, tough fucking business. But aren't they all? You know what I mean? It's hard to get a hat out there. No one gives a fuck, man. You got to work. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. What are we... <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> are we talking about comedy or your gutter business? Because I'm really confused right now. <laughs> 
oh, don't even get me started. I'm like, oh, what should I have said to make this stop? Comedy's going bad. Comedy's going good. What, should, what can I say to make this stop? I don't know. You can't. You can't. I still always remember when he built a deck at my mom's house. And he... um. He asked you to help him unload some things. Mm -hmm. There were just like three or four shovels and like maybe a broom or two. But before you started, he opened up a new package of gloves. Mm, Brand new gloves. Work gloves and handed them to you. So I could carry shovels like 30 yards. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, put these on. You got to protect yourself in this world. You know what I mean? No one else is looking out for you. It took him like a year to finish building that deck at my mom's house. And People always say stuff is built with love, but it can be built with annoyance too. And she, um, he was, he was like in the process, he decided he was going to open a deck building business. And so he like got a new phone number and whatever it was, the ending was d-e-c-k and so he'd be like he made them made sure it had numbers so that it was d-e-c-k and he would be like 1-800 deck pick no he would just be like um yeah you can just call me anytime it's 748 deck and you'd be like oh okay you hear that 748 deck I build decks. <laughs> like, I mean, it took him like a year to build my mom's deck. <laughs> like, you're not going to make very much money. Decks is my game. Con- <laughs> confusing conversations. Are... <laughs> what was that? I don't know. I got confused. Um, he, and it, you remember that guy at, um, at Peppers that you worked with didn't want to take the order to him because he knew he'd get stuck talking to him. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's building a deck and he makes us go. <laughs> he made people. Oh, he'd be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put these lights here. It's going to be really trick. That was what he was saying. Anyway, here's your burrito. Uh, I got other deliveries if I could get going. You know what? They'll keep you around. That's life for you. No time to stare around and smell the deck. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, he was such a character. I kind of envy that. I don't envy his dumbness, but I, I envy his, like, Almost like, I got it figured out. I know the tricks to life. Do you know what I mean? Even if you don't, I kind of envy that. Like, Yeah, he. I mean, he was certain when he got married. He got married shortly after, like a couple years after you and I got married. And he, um, he was certain they were going to take their honeymoon and they went to Hawaii for their honeymoon and he was you know what i think they actually got married in hawaii and um i don't know what he was talking about but he was talking about the um why can't i cannot think of what what's the name of a car that 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 doesn't have a roof are you talking about a convertible? Yes, God, I couldn't think Good of the word. <laughs> he was talking about how, like he he, 
how it was going to be so awesome to go around that island in, in a convertible. And my mom was like, oh, is that what you rented for your trip? And he was like, well, it, when you get married and you rent a car, they just automatically give you a convertible. And he was, my mom's like, I don't think they do that. He was like, yes, they do. How would they know he was Don't married? you know anything? If you rent a car on your honeymoon, they, they give you a convertible. And my mom was like, no, they don't. And he was like, yes, they do. Don't you know? And he was like certain he was right. And he like got so mad at her about it. And then, um, then they, um, like afterwards, he told her that they don't. He couldn't believe it. Times have really changed. And they had to pay an extra amount of money to get the convertible. <laughs> As if budget rent-a-car in the morning is like, we got all our convertibles in the back in case anyone's on their honeymoon. I know. You know what I mean? Like, you make the reservation. They don't ask you, <laughs> okay, that's your, I got you down for Thursday through Sunday. One more quick question. Is this your honeymoon? No? Well, then you get a Kia Rio. <laughs> well, and it was also the same, um, that was the same trip that they caught this, like, glass dolphin statue for $5,000. I mean, it was a couple feet high, but it was just like, what? <laughs> why would you buy that? You can get a lot of deck parts for that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh, actually haven't seen him in a long time. Uh, yeah, but man, he... What a fucking character. But just like, yeah, any conversation, any conversation you have with them, it's, oh, they don't fucking know. <laughs> He's just like mad and wise at the same time, but not really. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no one knows about everything. He knows, like, you know, whatever. Um, He knows about everything. <laughs> well, not comedy and convertible. Um, there was a guy uh, on my flight mm -hmm. on the way home um, from my trip of horrors mm -hmm. uh <laughs> there's a wait guy. trip of whores or horror what whatever you heard sweetie. <laughs> um i had some prostitutes check me for coronavirus and they're all clear <laughs> um and i don't i know we probably talked about this before i i have a special hatred for dads i i could end the sentence there but it's like the way they talk to their kids, oh. it's like this weird, it's like they're filming a TV show called <laughs> I'm a Dad. Yeah. And they're just like, what's that, sweetie? Huh? That's right, Sawyer. Uh-huh. And I'm like, who is this for? Yeah, yeah. It's like you're you're not, you're not proving anything. But is that how they just, even at home, is that how they talk to their kids? I bet they don't really even talk to their kid that much. I mean, don't get me wrong. Everyone, of course, you, I mean, there's biological reasons. You end up talking a little higher and more animated yeah. to your children. But it, so this guy's on a plane. He, there's four people, him and, no, the wife and two kids are on one side. And then there's the aisle and he's on the other. So he, he but he's like in front of me and he has to like lean over. Hmm. I'm trying to nap. 
Mm. And this son of a bitch is just like the whole flight. Like, what was the kid's name? He's leaning over you? No. Oh. I was behind him. Um, But he used to be like, Hunter, Hunter, do you want snacks? Hunter, are you hungry? Do you want something? Just like. How old was Hunter? Two. Oh, okay. But it was just like. I'd rather the kid was crying mm-hmm. than fucking dad yelling, half yelling <laughs> in a overly pleasing bullshit tone. Yeah. No, it's not good. Oh, it's awful. Definitely. <laughs> We're taking off. Here we go. Here, here we go. That's right. And it's like, dude. Shut up. No one is filming this. <laughs> it's funny, but I really, my own judgment of, uh, like at the playground, we were a little past playgrounds. Uh, plus, the closest one to our house is where kids go and do drugs. Right. I know. Yeah. Way to go, City of Olympia. You spent all this money on this playground where kids go and do drugs and buy and sell drugs. And they're but terrible at but it. that's any park. You can't meet Yeah, but th- that's the only thing that happens at this park. No, you can take a little mm-hmm. walk around the thing and get stinging nettles, too. Um, the, um, there've been a few times and I mean, they're, I, they're so bad at it. And one time there was like some people there like having a picnic and then it was the girls and I, and these, all these boys, teenage boys come out of this little wooded section. And then one of them runs over to his car, goes somewhere. The boys go back into the woods and clearly, like, you can smell it. They're smoking pot in there. And then um, the boys come out <laughs> and they leave. And the other kid comes back. He's sprinting across the grass to go to that wooded section, holding money up in the air. Oh, for God's sake. And I wanted to be like, dude, <laughs> we know what you're doing. Be a little son. But come on. <laughs> some cooth <laughs> plus they'd left him there i felt kind of bad because he comes out looking so dejected and i wanted to be like you know what i'll sell you some come up to my house <laughs> yeah, let's get on the news good idea I'm not... <laughs> um but the other people there they were like i think we all knew what he was doing <laughs> Sarah. A vending machine in the woods? What's he ringing money in there for? Uh, what was I talking about? Take going to the park and see. Yeah, okay. It's like the dad who's like, there's all the there's all the kids on the big toys or whatever, and then there's like a dad up there running around pretending to be a monster, and he's, and it's like, I play with my kids. I play with my. I'm gonna say I played with my kids more than average. Oh, totally. But. That's not a good dad. Mm-mm. That's sit the fuck down and let your kid learn how to be a human. Right. And learn how to socialize with other kids. Like you, what are you, what are you doing? Running, what are you running around the tiny kid bridge for? You're six foot four. Well, yeah. It's also like, who are you trying to impress? I don't know. And what, what are you trying to make up for? Cause park, time for kids it's really important time for them to like develop like how to interact with other kids yeah don't, don't get me wrong i've done it when 
especially if there's like no other kids at the park or yeah. whatever. But it's also, I mean, I've I've played with my kids too much. So when we go when we go places, they just stare at me like entertain me, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. No, oh, get totally. out of here. You know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, I'm I'm probably a little uh, harsher on on on. Uh, oh, I'm so judgy in those situations, especially of. I'm judgy of that. I'm also judgy of moms. Like, I'm I am kind of glad that, um, you know, our kids, our girls did like ballet here and there, but um. They, um, it didn't connect for them. And there's always some mom in there who, it's like she thinks that we're all there in that ballet waiting room for her to give us a seminar on her knowledge of fill in the blank. No matter what topic comes up, (laughs) she is like, Oh, well, and like, there's, it's so annoying and it's always super judgy and it's always, um, it's always so like, it's just always, it's always so critical of other people and oh, so just so self-involved and it just i want to be like would you let another person speak up like i'm always a little fascinated by um when i'm in situations uh well ballet or anytime i'm around groups of women and i don't the things that women say to each other about other men or other women mm-hmm. are like I just like groups of men would never do that like what we if I was at a soccer game mm-hmm. and it was like me and four other dads none of us are going to start talking shit about our wives none of us oh yeah. we would not say a goddamn <laughs> word people in the middle of divorces don't even talk shit about their wives. We don't say a fucking word. Those women are brutal. Oh, they're awful. It's just, and I'm just like, holy fuck! If your if your husband said this shit to their friends, you would die. It's a it's a interesting, but I think in general, I mean, especially after you have kids, women. They treat their husbands like they're fucking idiots. And and they're super disrespectful to them. And it's really interesting. It's really... It's shocking to hear, like, what women say or how they talk to their husbands in public. Um... I just am stunned. Like, it's super disrespectful. And then when I watch men, like, I don't understand. And, and like, the flip side is... What do you mean when you watch men? Like, men allow their women to treat them that way. I'm like, why would you do that? Like, and also, like, what lesson are you teaching your kids? Um, And the other part, like, when I, like talk to women who um 
you know, I've known women over the years who will say like, oh, I can't go out. My husband won't babysit. It's not babysitting when they are your kids. Yeah. And and a lot of times that dynamic has been created because the women don't think that the husband can do anything. And so they um, they do everything or they totally micromanage everything that they're husband does in the house you know like every single thing that they do with the kids or yeah um and and i always talk about like you know here's the the most important reason well not the most important but one like important reason is what happens if something happened to you suddenly you your kids have a parent that doesn't know what to do like, that's so not fair to them. But the other part is, this is an adult. This is a human who is an adult. Surely they are capable of taking care of this child. Like, you're not allowing them to develop the skills that they could be developing. And well, it's, it's... I suppose, I mean, that's on the man, too. Where it's, it's like almost that, like learned helplessness mm -hmm. or like uh or even like it's a way i don't know i think they use it as a way to get out of shit yeah like, probably like well they're not gonna ask me to fold the laundry anymore because mm -hmm. i just wipe my butt with all of it <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but yeah it's um yeah i mean it is it's an interesting thing um well you know there is a certain biological Thing that's like in the way that like um usually the baby looks like the dad mm -hmm. so the dad won't leave that's the biological reason mm -hmm. to protect mm -hmm. but then as the child gets older there's also a biological separation between the two parents because that's nature saying this one's a bitch go find a new one mm. that's like this isn't my own theory mm -hmm. um <laughs> And I mean, you, I think you really do got to fight that because it's like, it's, uh, it's just too goddamn hard to like raise kids and do all the shit and not, you know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, it's like super hard to like, and so, it, you know, I mean, we've certainly have not nailed it all the time. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so we don't know what the hell we're doing. We just don't publicly air our bullshit. I think that's the thing. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Like, um. People will always tell me like, oh, you're such a good listener. <laughs> and and it's because it's just something I don't do. I don't talk shit about you to other people. Um, I mean, what would you possibly say? Please don't answer that. <laughs> your turkey noise. <laughs> Gabriel. What? I did folded laundry today. I deserve a turkey noise. Sure. I had to ask you. A certain pile which daughter does this belong to I, we had to go through them one by one <laughs> well usually i make the girls do it i know they hate that well, what do you want me to do guess no you should just know but i don't, <laughs> I don't <know. laughs> Maisie just gets embarrassed when you play whose underwear is it? i haven't done that in a long time i know <laughs> like since the summer that's not true. 
kids are assholes. All they do is like, yay, we love this game. And then, then one minute, they're like, boo, you're dumb. Olive likes it, but Maisie's almost 13. I she don't doesn't do want to play Who's Underwear. Why would you bring dad? that up? I just said we don't air our dirty shit, and now you're <laughs> making weird underwear games with a 13-year-old. How dare you? <laughs> She's not 13 yet. No. Um, you know what's funny though is because one of the byproducts of I mean don't get me wrong I appreciate you not talking shit about me uh, but one of the byproducts of like we don't really ever complain about each other to everyone else is everyone goes oh god your marriage is just so great and I want to be like no it's fucking not sometimes do you know what I mean like we've had like in our oh. life We've had massive struggles. I know. And it's like no one knows because we're just like. People don't understand. Oh, the same. I mean, I feel like the same for like me as a human. I mean, there have been times where I was suicidally depressed, like wanted to die every minute of every day. I was fighting myself not to kill myself. And. If I've ever, like, opened up to somebody about that time, they're like, but you always seem fine. You weren't that bad. <laughs> and it's like, and that's why I never speak you up. You know what? Now that you say it that way, I think I was fine. You talk, <laughs> I mean, you talk to me. Into I it. just have never been somebody that's been very good at being like, I am doing terrible. <laughs> and they think I'm joking. <laughs> You know, it's interesting in a much less serious way than uh, depression. Uh, in comedy, people often tell me they express envy about my um, uh, my contentment <laughs> or my, uh, like, you got it figured out. Like, you don't give a shit about all that Hollywood stuff. You just go on the road. You're and, just and like, I'm like, is that? Fuck you. No. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm doing. What you just said. That was my plan. <laughs> I thought it's that they didn't want to talk to me. I didn't know it was my idea. Uh, so there is that, that like, uh, um, that sort of uh, thing where you, I mean, I am, I'm not discontented. That's not a yeah, word. No. But, but it's also like, you know, you got it all figured out. I'm like, I do? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just ended up here. Um, oh, yeah. My last trip. I mean, this. Hello. This is a commercial word for Anchor Podcasts, the easiest way to host your podcast. Um, if you don't have a podcast, congratulations. You probably have an enjoyable life full of friends, family, and fun. Uh, but if you do have a podcast, um, I'm sorry, and you should use Anchor Podcasts. Uh, it's easy. It's free. Uh, they distribute everything for you. They give you sponsorship, which apparently is just talking about Anchor. I guess that's their sponsorship, but I don't want to brag, but I make, you know, maybe six bucks a month doing this. So, worth it? Of course it is. Uh, go to anchor.fm or the Anchor app. We now return to another riveting episode of the Rutledges. Uh I mean, I think May 29th was the first time I flew mm -hmm. after the middle of March. 
coronavirus shutdown. Yeah. I was really nervous. I almost canceled a bunch of times. I went. Obviously, I was fine. But, like, if you look at the the amount of people who were getting coronavirus Mm -hmm. at that time compared to now, it's so fucking small. And I was so nervous to go. And then, like, this summer, I'm like, you know, I took some more trips. I didn't feel great. But I'm like, hey, life is risk. I'm going (laughs) to... You know what I mean? Like, I get in the car, maybe I'll get in an accident. I don't think right, about right. it. <laughs> you know, I was nervous, but I was like, but the the last month has been so fucking crazy mm-hmm. for, like, numbers and the charts and the amount of deaths and the amount of everything that it's just like, this last trip, it fucking got to me, man. I was like, just to, like, watch the what news. What am I doing? Yes. <laughs> to, like... In the airport, sit in the airport and watch CNN show pictures of airports and go, look at these fucking idiots. (laughs) This is bad. They're all going to die. And I'm like, oh, no. That's me. What just happened? I don't know. I like moved my leg funny and I got like a spark in my knee. And (laughs) That's bad. Sorry. Um, But do you know what I mean when they're showing? (laughs) It's like that old... uh, a joke I tried to do that Jim Gaffigan did better, where they show people from the neck down for the story about obese people. Yeah, they're like, yeah. obese Americans. <laughs> and I was like, there's someone at home like, holy shit, that's me. Yeah. That was me in the airport. Like, these people should not be traveling. It's yeah, super dangerous. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no, that's <laughs> me. Uh, yeah. Like, the guy they show when a hurricane's about to hit, they show some dipshit surfing. I'm like, that's that me. You. That's me. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I, um, yeah, I had moments of like looking at the numbers. It's just crazy. high. <laughs> just like, yep, game's out there again. <laughs> and I, look, there's, I, I was trying to be safe, but really, there's no way to be that safe you can't you know i was these these trips i was staying in condos with two other comedians Mm -hmm. like that alone is like a risk yeah i had to well this guy i know mike uh maybe he doesn't want me to say his name uh mike um he uh uh, like we had to drive together do you know what i mean it's like Mm -hmm. we're not we're not gonna wear masks Mm -hmm. driving five hours in two days or whatever you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. it's like it becomes like, well, I, I, I guess Mike Mazzolotti is part of my bubble now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's, yeah, I'm wearing a mask, but I'm selling merch to people not even wearing masks. I know. I, it, that, it's just so intriguing, but I know it's so weird because like, think about when they, when they um shut school down and like, I know, um, when they, um, they shut our school down because one parent of a student had it. And, like, the numbers for our city would be, like, six for a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, now it's just 88 for a day. <laughs> it was really, for our county, which is not a giant county, but, like, it was 
it was really less than 50 people a week for most of this. And then all of a sudden it was... It's just gone skyrocketing. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's really... And it's also really hard to be... Like... I mean, this sounds like kind of dramatic, but it's like really hard to be participating in a industry that is crumbling. Mm-hmm. My industry is fucking crumbling. Yeah. There's well, just yeah. no way... Like, most places are closed. The ones that are not, people are not going to shows. Because they shouldn't be going to shows. I'm not even promoting these shows. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you shouldn't go. I shouldn't be. None of us should be here. Right. But it's like, so, you know, I'm I'm going, like, I went to Oklahoma City. I was in Tulsa and then Oklahoma City. And then Oklahoma City is, like, one of the best clubs I work. There's usually, like, two or three nights of sellout, which is like 220 yeah, people or something. Yeah, that's where you've like set your limits, right? And like, uh, what do you mean? For like sales, merch sales. Set my limits? Set some of your high numbers. Oh, I don't know. I've done very well there. Yeah. But um, it's like, uh, you know, it's like 40, only down to one show on Friday, 40 people. Uh, we were supposed to do two shows Saturday and there were... Not only there was a football game, plus the mayor said probably shouldn't leave. So we, we went down to one show and there's like 28 people on Saturday night. It's like, so the stress of the owners and the stress of like, it's like, man, this is not a fun job anymore. This job was great. Do you know this? Yeah. But it's just, it's just really hard to like, you know, whatever this version of comedy is, is fucking brutal to be a part of. Don't get me wrong. Even in the good times, I did plenty of shows for 28 people. I know how to do it. But it's like, yeah. it's really, it's really, quite, it's really quite something to be like, uh, uh, just to be like the last, I mean, I'm not the last comic going, but when I'm out there, it feels like it. It feels yeah. like, no, you know, because it's like West Coast, like where we live, it's like no more indoor dining. Uh <laughs> You know, and then I'm in Oklahoma and they're like, everything's open. <laughs> their their big thing was like 11 p.m. curfew because <laughs> coronavirus hates the night. Uh, I don't know why. But it, you know what I mean? It's just. You know, it, it loves the it night. Loves We're the night. tricking it. <laughs> yeah. You know what it's like? We love the nightlife. <laughs> we like to boogie. <laughs> uh, but another reason. By the way, as I say this right now, I am scheduled to go to Wichita, Kansas on New Year's Eve. I don't think you should go. I don't, probably shouldn't. I'm hope I'm hoping that I won't have to make that decision. Um, I've been intrigued here in Olympia. You know, we have a ban in our state. You can't um eat inside of a restaurant. So now a bunch of restaurants are, like, erecting these, like, tents in mm-hmm. their, like, parking lots or something. They're, like, nothing about them is open. And I'm like, how is that any different? Yeah. <clears throat> like. If you if you build a building on the sidewalk, that's now indoors. I yes. Don't, you know what yeah. I mean? But at the same time, it's like these businesses are just trying to find loopholes. Oh, like, I know. I know. Do you know what the comedy store was doing in L.A.? What? People sit outside, <laughs> and a comedian inside performs to the window. 
it's the saddest thing ever. I mean, and it's not even, it's not, it's like an unofficial, no, nothing's announced <laughs> because they don't even want to get, you know what I mean? It's just like, I mean, Mike, Mike Mazzalotti, he lives in LA. He, before he, the show he did before he went with me to Tulsa, he did an open mic in a Holocaust museum outdoors. Why? Because it was available. I don't know. I don't know. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Uh, and I felt like I got Mike that gig. And I'm like, if he gets sick, I'm going to feel like... You didn't force him to go. No, of course I didn't force him to go. But it's like... But here's... here's I mean, I didn't... I got sick. Mm-hmm. Which, I didn't get that sick. But like when you get kind of sick now you're like oh my god considering every symptom is coronavirus my head hurts coronavirus my stomach hurts coronavirus you know (laughs) so i felt i mean the i thought it was a weird sickness again not super serious but like i thought you know i felt what was the beginning of it just a feeling just a intuition (laughs) It just all of a sudden. It's just an intuition I had on the toilet all day, one particular day. (laughs) That could have been a coincidence. That could have been that barbecue I had in Tulsa. You know, I actually, I thought I had a fever because I was sweaty. Yeah. And I'm like. Maybe you were just pooping really hard. Maybe I just. No, I wasn't sweating on the toilet. Oh, that's what I thought. (laughs) No. But like. You know, I don't have, I didn't have a, I went and bought a thermometer and I thought, okay, I'm going to take my temperature and it's going to be whatever. I knew it wasn't like 102, but I'm (laughs) like, it's going to be like 99. I'm going through the things. I'm going, okay, I got to call the club (laughs) that I was just at. I got to tell them. Uh, I got to, should I take a test here in Oklahoma? Should I (laughs) rent a car and drive one way home? Because I can't fly home with (laughs) a fever. I have to, I'm, I'm the fucking series of terrible events and phone calls I was going to have to make. And then I don't have a fever. <laughs> so now it's just like, well, I can't, can't I can't make all these things happen because I feel a little weird. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I feel odd. Let's ruin everyone's life. And I have diarrhea. That was over. Oh. And I had diarrhea. <clears throat> Look, we've all had diarrhea. <laughs> we've all had our penis bitten by a squirrel flea. I have not. <laughs> <laughs> but so that that was, and then I ended up, and then I thought, okay, I don't have a fever, but like, and again, I had taste, I had uh, smell, I did, mm-hmm. I wasn't coughing at all, I didn't even have a cold, but at the same time, okay, I have a kind of unexplained illness in the mm-hmm. middle of a coronavirus pandemic. I should get tested. Mm-hmm. I can't. Everything I I made a, an appointment to get tested in Oklahoma. They sent me an email. We don't. Mm-hmm. We ran out of tests. I can't find anywhere else. I finally found one place to get a test, uh, a rapid test, mm-hmm. which is not as accurate, apparently. Yeah. But it was this place was so not medical. It was just a lab in the middle of an <laughs> industrial park by the airport. Yeah. Uh, and it. I mean, the waiting room looked like where you would go if you wanted to catch (laughs) COVID-19. No one looked healthy in there. Uh, And it was funny because I got called back. They called two people back at a time. Mm -hmm. And they go, Gabriel and Christy? (laughs) And I I was like, huh? 
Uh, and then I went back there, and you know, this lady was named Christy, and I was like, I was like, oh, I, my wife's name's Christy. That freaked me out a little bit. And she was like, ah. And then I'm like, you know what? You're right. You don't make small talk during your rapid COVID you test in an industrial park. No, in my head, I'm like, you're right. You're right, Oklahoma Christy. This is not a time for small talk. I apologize. <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> I, she went first. I, I almost said good luck. I didn't, you know what I mean? It's like, anyway. Uh, and then, you know, I call you, Olympia yeah. Christy. I have to wait 30 minutes. I'm, again, all the scenarios. What do I do now? Well, yeah. at, at this point. I should probably stay here because I've already had coronavirus for six days. Yeah. You know, all the fucking stress. And then it's like, it says negative. I'm like, thank Jesus. I feel okay now. I feel mm -hmm. better. But it's just like, I'm so tired of the stress of like. It's super stressful. It's incredibly stressful to be out there right now. And it's also, um, you know, actually Tulsa show, the, the, the things changed in the 12 days I was gone. Mm -hmm. In between Tulsa and Oklahoma City, even, it was just like the, the num you know, more restrictions, shit shutting down. And mm -hmm. it's like, I don't think Wichita, Wichita already, I'm supposed to do New Year's Eve and it's like, they have to close by 11 so they can't mm -hmm. do a New Year's Eve show. Um, I don't really want to go back out there. Not like that. Yeah. But, uh. We'll see what happens. Also, I had to open for a Christian comic. Mm. <laughs> Did I tell you about that guy? I don't even know if yeah, I told. Yeah, you told me. Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, but he um, he calls himself God's comic, which is a little, come on, buddy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm mm -hmm. agnostic, but aren't we all God's comics? <laughs> like, you know, and it was so bizarre because he was like so... He was like really anti mask. Like he came out and started breathing on people. And That's like, are you afraid of oh you got the big bad coronavirus? <sighs> He's like breathing on people. That's just so offensive. And he was like, Oh, good, you don't have your masks on. Are you free? And it was so weird because it was like, even though they loved him for some reason, because he was like real popular on Facebook views and stuff, mm -hmm. it was like what I said to Mike, who was watching with me, I'm like, I bet this shit did a lot better in April. Mm -hmm. Because you could see the crowd was like, no, we are scared of coronavirus. Like, why wouldn't we be? <laughs> yeah, like, how many people? Is it the quarter of a million dead people? Died? You know what I mean? I mean it's like, it, well, you can make the point that you still got to live your life or something. But to be like, to still be saying it's nothing? Or to mock someone who's... It was really it's weird. And also, this this guy it. apparently read a version of the Bible that's specifically about America and being Republican. Oh. Which is very interesting to me. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, there's like the King James Bible or like, you know, there's like Gideon's Bible. <laughs> this is like yeah. the American Republic Bible, obviously. It was barely comedy. It was, this <sighs> shit was barely comedy. He... This is how he closed one night. He he goes, I, <laughs> America is on a precipice and we need to fight for her and I will fight and I am willing to die for her because I would rather die free than live under tyranny. Good night. Standing ovation. I'm like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, what is even happening? 
I hate people like that. I, I, it was so confusing. It was. I just hate it was so confusing. Like that so much. Uh, he did. He did well, and he definitely brought in. He was on. I did. A, it was, I opened for him like on a Monday and a Tuesday, then and they still did. He drew much more people than I did, but it was just such a weird. But I'm going to tell you one joke he did. Oh. It was Mike and I just looked at each other and our, I think we had masks on at the time, but our mouths were open. <laughs> this, okay. He goes, he was making fun of people wearing masks, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he goes, um, I see people taking selfies with their mask on. Why are they doing that? Why are they take? That's like a slave taking a selfie with his chains. No, it's and not. then he he like mimes swinging chains around, and I'm like, oh my god! No, it's not. In it, sure, offensive, yes. Also, just doesn't make any fucking sense. How is that the same thing? You cannot fucking <laughs> compare wearing a mask to protect. Health to being a human being who is sold to another person. It makes no sense. I mean, that's just terrible. It makes no sense. And how fucking arrogant. I mean, that just makes me so mad. You like, you are the problem in this country. You fucking arrogant, white, middle aged, free male who, I'm sorry. You know, you haven't had it hard. You don't understand. You are not equal in hardships to the, you know, the somebody like in the Black Lives Matter movement or a slave. I'm sorry. That's just bullshit. Yeah, it was really, to me, it was like really, don't get me wrong. I think he believes it, but it was very like even the marketing for the shows, he he would, you know, I looked at his social media and he'd be like, "Hey, come out and see me in Wichita. Come and see me in Little Rock or whatever. Let's let's show these secular clubs that a conservative Christian who loves Jesus can draw just as it, just the marketing was like <sighs> the marketing was so it was so weird. It's so like, and I've seen a lesser version of that in my life going to church uh -huh. because even though it literally says on our money in God we trust. Right. And Christianity You're not is, fucking oppressed. It's clearly the predominant religion right. uh, in this country. It's still Christians are being oppressed. Fuck off. All the time. And so I, I'm <laughs> somewhat familiar with that idea from, from my church and going. I just but it was just that. but to see a guy use it as marketing for his really shit comedy but I think that that's was offensive on a couple levels to me. Any, I'll say this: if it was a not, if it was an atheist comedian, I wouldn't like that either because I don't. I I like my comedy to be funny, and when funny is third or fourth on your list of important things yeah, to yeah. do, get the fuck out of here! What well, are you even it, doing? I just never like somebody who comes. I can't stand people who have a victim mentality i think that's my issue i don't care what if you're coming at it from a religious standpoint or from a um like a socioeconomic standpoint fuck off i mean 
life is hard and shit happens to everybody and no one's out to get you unless you are an absolutely awful person (laughs) you know and it just it just gets so tired of that like like you know how it is like we can't get ahead in the world like oh you know that person you know we just don't fit in we're not rich like them and it's just like no that's not how it works that's not a healthy attitude to anyone here's the thing you feel insecure because you've deemed yourself less than for some reason deal with your shit (laughs) and it's also if someone doesn't like you it's because they don't like conservative christians right like maybe you're an asshole (laughs) I, i i don't reveal really buddy that's god's cat right there uh, I don't reveal. Sorry. You just hit the mic with your boobs. What are you doing? Would you sit down? No one can hear you. Sit down. They can hear me fine. <laughs> Yell at me for you're ten feet from the microphone. Not for everybody. Deal with it. <laughs> um, I'll re-record that part for the people that are revelers. <laughs> don't you won't? No, no I make won't. promises you don't need. To keep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it, it was just a really it's just really it's a really bizarre. Um, yeah, it was just a really bizarre from the marketing of it from the. Um, and if you, whoever saw me in Tulsa and Oklahoma, this, it's a red, these are red, it's a red state. Yeah. No getting around it. If you pulled every audience that saw me, not when I opened for the Christian comic, for when I was headlining, mm-hmm. if you pulled those people and asked them how many of you are Christians, I mean, it's definitely a majority. Yeah. And they saw me and they were fine. Yeah. They didn't need a special event conservative Christian, like do you know what i mean it's like christians are already going to comedy clubs you dipshit yeah like chris you know what i mean that just sets it up the us against them yeah i know and 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 i don't understand that like i don't either it's us against them no like it really isn't you know we're all humans we're all sharing space on this earth and i just hate that i hate that mentality so much and it makes me so angry one of the great things that happened is <clears throat> he would do this crowd work that was really shitty. Like most people do crowd work who are comedians because it leads to funny things. He seemed to have a different strategy, <laughs> but he he wanted to talk about who settled Oklahoma, but he wanted to talk about the white people mm-hmm. who settled Oklahoma. It, it, I know what he was doing. He wanted to talk about the people who'd settled a different state, and so he was kind of using that. To like bring it up, but the, a really wonderful thing happened is he goes, "Who, wh- who settled Oklahoma? Who, like, what were the first people to be here? It was you know, like Minnesota? It was like uh, Swedish people or whatever. Who settled?" And and this guy in the very front raises his hand and he was like, "My people." And he's like, "What? Who? Who was that?" And he goes, "Cherokee." <laughs> and it threw this fucking God's comic off so bad. 
because he didn't want the real goddamn answer. He wanted it to be like German or he meant what white people settled this. And for a fucking Cherokee guy who loved him, by the way, he was on God's comic side, but he was just like, the, he was what like, did he say? It was hilarious because he just treaded water for a minute till he could get back into his other joke because it was like that answer was too real for you, dude. <laughs> that answer was way too real. He's like, my people, Cherokee. And he's like, but I didn't, I don't, that's. Um, One way to look well, at it. Sure. Be- <laughs> that, that was the highlight of my two days opening for that guy. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of, it was like a lot of people. Didn't laugh, but it was like clapped her. Like, yeah, he said it. Oh, God, I hate that. And it was, some guy said, like, some guy was in a Trump shirt, which you would assume. And and that God's comic was like, oh, I see that. I see you're wearing a a Trump shirt. He's like, hey, a lot of stuff's coming out next week. Wait, big news. It is not over. This election is not over. And I'm like, dude, this isn't about Jesus, man. This is not. This has nothing to do. Mm-mm. And also, it's been a week and nothing came out. It's over, man. It's over. <laughs> Your guy lost. I get it. My lady lost in 2016. I get it. <laughs> but it, you know what I mean? It's like the the kind of the kind of Jesus you follow is a Trump fan. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't even make sense. No, it doesn't even make sense. Uh, but yeah, and the funny thing is that it, when I opened for him in Oklahoma City. Uh, that one I had a better set than the night. I it was fine. I can be, I had to be clean for twenty minutes. No big deal. Did you have diarrhea the night before? No, that was actually in Tulsa. Oh, okay. I, I left. That's my favorite country song. I left my diarrhea in Tulsa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I said, uh, you know, he was like clean Christian comedy, right? And so I go, I do my 20 minutes. I say, I'm, before I introduce him, I'm like, hey, you know, Looney Bin has shows, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing the announcements. I'm like, and the person headlining this week, Wednesday through Saturday, is me. And a couple of people clapped. And like, just to let you know, uh, I'd love to hear you come back, hear some more of my jokes. It will not be as clean as you heard tonight. Because I don't want people to come back and think. And half the room was like, yeah. <laughs> and the guy in the front goes, good. And I'm like, this is. Your audience doesn't even, this whole thing is bullshit. Yeah. This whole thing is, but, so, but again, this guy's a special event. He's making, that's how you, whether it's, if if you make the decision as an entertainer to not be for everyone, then you can get bigger. And I'm just not willing to do that. I'm still, (laughs) I'm still. Maybe you need to do that. No, I'm still stupidly this down the middle of the road. Like, I see both sides. I have some. If you were going to specialize, what? would you what would it be in like but that's not my personality i know i know but let's just think like what what would be like what could make you like the most (laughs) famous what like agnostic democrat agnostic ain't gonna cut it you gotta go straight i know you gotta go straight progressive you gotta be like super super progressive lefty yeah and i've seen a couple of those comics they also suck badly yeah uh or you can do what he's doing or you can do like you can be the yeah i said it comic you can be like super politically incorrect like we used to joke about everything the other thing is this guy kept talking about how everything was so politically correct 
but the word shit apparently would send him into like a fainting spell. Like you're the politically correct one, dude. You can't even swear. I know. You know. Uh Ugh, sorry. I keep getting my hearing aids all like tingled up in my hair and my glasses. Talk slower, and... baby. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I um I got my hearing aid wrapped around my mask and my glasses, and I was, like, trying to undo it, and my hair was down. <laughs> you know, I have, like, curly hair, and then I, my hearing aid got stuck in my hair, and then it got lost, and, like, I couldn't find it. I'm, like, combing through trying to find These it. These are Mrs. Potato Head problems. I feel like <laughs> It's just like, oh my god! And my nose fell out. <laughs> it just was like I was in my car, but I was like, God, I'd be so embarrassed if somebody saw me right now. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, but I don't have a good answer to your thing of like, what would make me for? Because there's that there's that thing too where you're like almost like over the top dirty, like or like. I still say the word retarded. I just said it. I apologize. But like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's that kind of, I don't know. I'm just not, Mm -mm. I don't, I don't fit in any of those worlds. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, as, uh, it's, as someone, uh, smarter than me pointed out, uh, there's no money in nuance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, there's some money, but. Yeah. True. Uh, okay. Let's wrap this up. All right. Um, this. I don't know. Do you have any plugs? I mean, look. I think I don't know how it's even being allowed, <laughs> <laughs> but I think December seventeen and eighteen, I'm at the uh, I'm at a casino in Lincoln City, Oregon. I believe it's only legal because it's not. It's like Native American mm-hmm. land, mm-hmm. Uh, so they have different rules because everyone else in Oregon, I believe, is shut down for indoor dining, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, don't go. I'm just telling you right now. Don't go. You don't need to go. Okay. Um, um, and then, uh, I don't know. I'm doing some online stuff that I'm not going to bore you with. I, um, I'm going to be making Thanksgiving food, like the whole thing, um, since we're just like having Thanksgiving for our family, so it's gonna be my first go around. I don't know what it's gonna taste like. <laughs> we'll see. Well, uh, I mean, Papa John's is open that day, so that's our backup. Is that the guy who ate thirty-two pizzas? <laughs> I think it was forty. I've had 40 pizzas. That was the disgruntled Papa John, the actual Papa John, because yeah. he, he got kicked out of his own company for saying the N-word. He See, he picked racist. a side. <laughs> That's what you need to do. Papa John knows how to market. Um, yeah, I mean, so that's what my big plug. Yeah, I think. Um... Yeah, thank you to uh, the Rutledge Revelers, people who give us money every month, uh, up to 12, up to 12 of these people. God bless you. So nice of them. They are going to have an extra Thanksgiving, like an extra special Thanksgiving, because we're thankful for them, too. We're actually recording this on 
a day we don't normally Tuesday because we were going to record. I'm also sorry we didn't last week, but um, gave it diarrhea. I, no, I left my diary in Tulsa, and I'm glad because it smelled bad. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what was I saying? We're recording it on. Oh, we didn't. Well, because our big plug is, uh, I mean, it will be before this episode comes out, but the day before Thanksgiving, uh, a bit of a adult members of the Rutledge's family uh, tradition, uh, thank and bake. Yeah, thank and bake. I kind of regret not calling it Bakesgiving, but thank and bake's got a ring to it too. Yeah, that's on tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and we just get really high and think about all the food we're gonna eat. I watch <laughs> my favorite Thanksgiving Friends episodes, then I watch my oh, favorite I'm WKRP. Need to be high to do that. Cincinnati. I like that one. <laughs> I'm just a little tired of seeing Joey eat the meat dessert. Well, you can go somewhere else. <laughs> Where? I don't know. <laughs> Not indoors to dine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I didn't want to do the podcast high. <laughs> no, that probably wouldn't. Eh, maybe it would have been good. Who knows? Anyway, uh, if you want to be a, a supporter of this podcast, in the podcast notes, it says support this podcast. Click on it for as little as 99 cents a month. You can be a part of this magic. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I tested again negative for coronavirus, if anyone cared. Everything seems fine. What about the diarrhea virus? Did you <laughs> comes and goes. The you know, wholesome diarrhea virus. That's the thing. It's like you It's the T Dodd twenty. What happens T-Dod in Vegas? 20. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but what happens in Tulsa can follow you to different locations. <laughs> um so yeah. TD-19 is Tulsa Diarrhea 19. But it would be 20. Why would it be 20? Because it's 2020. Is it called 19 because it came out in 19? Yes. Hmm. Okay. It's the coronavirus disease in 2019. But we didn't know about it in 2019. The first cases were in 2019. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. so if I haven't heard a lot about it on the news, so I still don't know all the information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, mm, this, so this would be the, the T-Die 20. T-Die 20. <laughs> That's what you got. I don't have the T-Die 20. You had it, though. You recovered from it. Look. Do you think you have the antibodies? <laughs> I just entire look. I just every year of life that I get to live, uh-huh. there's less things I can eat. Without I'm down entire- to white bread and mayonnaise. I can't. I it's like I had barbecue. I thought it was good. I spent the rest of the day on the shitter. <laughs> Like, I don't want to make those decisions. I don't want to be like, oh, should I eat this? What's my schedule? You know what I mean? Like, I hate it. And especially on the road, I have to eat. I have to eat. I need to eat like a a, a convalescent home cafeteria. (laughs) Maybe you should see if you can stay at nursing homes. Some like unseasoned meatloaf. (laughs) Gross. Uh, 
So, no, it's not quite that bad, but it is really shitty where it's like we're, we were going to go out to lunch one day and they're like, you want to get Chinese? And I'm like, God, what do you No, I have a show tonight. They're in their early 30s. It they don't be, know. It would be better for me to get high during the middle of the day than to eat Chinese food during the middle of the day. No, I'm not eating Chinese food at this hour. Are you insane? I have a comedy show in three hours. Chinese food. <laughs> what I've realized what? is I've been uh, watching the news during the daytime, um, you know, to learn about the election stuff. Um, the um, like one of the senior living uh, neighborhoods shag. Um, it's for fifty five and older. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not that far. I mean, we're only nine years from being I mean, able I, to live there. I think the right move is move in at 55 and just be the new shit on the block. You know I what mean, I mean? I mean, w- we would be like the party house. Like, we'd be the cool people. Like, I hear they don't even use Viagra over there. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the wife eating Chinese food in the middle of the day. <laughs> no rules over there they're only 56 (laughs) uh yeah but it is it is sad i don't know i don't want to blame barb i had some other barbecue but it's like i just i don't know what happened to me i'm like is there any oatmeal restaurants here in the city is there any (laughs) <laughs> toast. Could I have a toast restaurant? Yeah, applesauce. <laughs> Siri, nearest toast restaurant? <laughs> okay, thanks for being here. And remember, you can't unlisten. We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. Rutledges. We're the Rutledges. We've got a podcast.